Welcome to another episode of Put in Work. My name is Mark Rankin. I'm Louis Guaman. And today we're sitting down with the man of the moment, Jack Liang. First of all, give it up for Jack because this man, not he doesn't run not one, not two, but a group of restaurants. One of which is the Pokey Spot, oh, and the wow. other one is Project Cozy. So listen up. Because this fucking man is going to break it down. He's going to show us, like, how he went from college student to restaurateur or multi-brand business owner. Jack, first of all, welcome to the show. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much for coming out and supporting us. Mm -hmm. um, how did you get started, man? You're, you're like, what, 26? 27. 26. 26 years old. Like, this guy's fucking yeah. killing it. Let's just put that in the uh -huh. open. Um, how'd you get started? Yeah, so I didn't really realize it, but uh, when I was in college, I started a, a promotion company. Nice. Like a, promoting parties and clubs. Sick. And I didn't really realize uh, how much of an impact that had on my success now. Mm -hmm. But just learning how to manage people, uh, run daily operations, plan events, yeah. and meeting so many different types of people yeah. has really helped me uh, promote a brick and mortar type business. Mm -hmm. So uh, I closed down that promoting company just earlier this year mm -hmm. to focus on other businesses. Nice. But uh, yeah, I think starting that at 18 <laughs> has really uh, helped me a lot. That's legit. Sick. Yeah. That's legit. Yeah. So. I mean, like, doing that, like, when you say party promoting, like, I know a lot of promoters. I used to promote. Right. Mm -hmm. That's how I kind of got my start, too. When yeah. I first came to America, I jumped into that. But then I kind of, the skills that I learned, they really, really helped me. So what skills did you learn in the promotion? Yeah. And would you actually recommend that people look into that as a viable means of making money? Yeah, yes. So the skills I learned... Uh, more working with different people. Mm -hmm. We had like seven partners. So, you know, just learning how to deal with everybody. And uh, even though it, at that time, entrepreneurship and, you know, going into entrepreneurship full time wasn't like, almost wasn't realistic. Right. 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 Yeah. Uh, what was that, like eight years ago? Mm -hmm. So it almost wasn't realistic. And I mean, it was just dealing with people. We're like, all right, this is just going to be a side thing, but we're mm -hmm. actually going to you know, finish school and be, become right. like bankers or work at <laughs> companies. Finance. And, uh, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I honestly think there's a huge demand for uh, people who want to party, especially mm -hmm. like 18 plus yeah. and then, you know, 21 plus, mm -hmm. obviously. So do I think it's a good business? Yeah. Is there money yeah. in it? Yeah. There's a lot of money in it, especially one day, like one day on like a New Year's Eve, we could make fifty to a hundred thousand. Oh yeah, in, in, in easily. One day. Yeah, prime day. Night. Yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes more. Mm -hmm. But you know, Halloween, July Fourth, and and we, you know, you're just really tackling those special days. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You you build the customer base, you build the email base, and yeah. mm -hmm. uh, you build the name for yourself, and then all you have to do is these one-off events and mm -hmm. just make a lot of money from it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's brilliant, Mark. Yeah. I love how you said that when you come to the country, you come from Jamaica, yeah. and you come into this country, what's the first thing that I should do that I know how to do? Party. <laughs> That's what I'm going to teach people how to party. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Jack, right, so how do you transition? Why did you think, 
restaurant being a restaurateur was a good transition yeah. to go from you know partying to that yeah so well pe well one thing I said you, you can't undervalue partying right oh yeah. no yeah. yeah let me explain <laughs> anyone who becomes wealthy mm -hmm. what eventually I, at least mo from what I've seen yeah they want to have a good time yeah and they want to be surrounded with people who know how to have a good time absolutely so true, right because yeah. you have all this money now what right yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so definitely don't discount partying uh, but what has helped me do is be organized mm -hmm. uh, and learn how to promote something yes. which is a very valuable uh, mm -hmm. you know skill set right you open a restaurant most restaurants fail first year was yeah yeah 90%, Two, yeah mm -hmm. that's right and it's probably going to get even worse mm -hmm. going sure. forward um so my skill set is i make sure as soon as we open we're we're crushing it we have lines you know we're we're on the press mm -hmm. people know about us everyone mm -hmm. wants to try us okay and what that does is it mitigates the risk of you not having your initial like first your customers your sales yeah. right for the first three months which is like for most restaurant uh -huh. owners who are who are immigrants, most likely, they open a restaurant. They just hope yeah. people will yeah. come to my. Yeah. People will know about it, yeah. right? And it doesn't work like that. Yeah. And then you know, no one comes, and then uh -huh. uh oh, you're yeah. closed. Yeah. So you spend all this money, all this effort opening a restaurant, and then all of a sudden, it's empty. It's empty, yeah. and that's yeah. like something. It's it, it is a huge pain point. Like how yeah. how do you spend all this money open a restaurant and just wait? Yeah, and that's just, crazy. And, yeah. just, and that's the risk a lot of people take. Yeah, I, I, w I was um, speaking to some um, one of my other friends who opened up a restaurant. Mm -hmm. um, he's a little bit of an older gentleman, but still, he still had that older school kind of mentality. Yeah. And it's really strange to me, though, exactly what you just said, that he and several other people, even now, they open up a restaurant or a business, and they expect they expect to just have a negative balance, you know, to eat money for several months or years until yeah, or years, all yeah. of a sudden something happens, you know? Yeah. But it's really interesting what you just said and for the audience to really take note of that yeah. is that you promoted it like a party, yeah. you know? You, oh, yeah. you made sure when it started you had people in the doors or just knowing about it somehow already, right? Yeah. yeah. I so, mean, so, I mean, I just want to really, really point out to the viewers and the listeners right now. So two things. Mm. If you have a social media marketing agency, mm. the door is wide open. Mm -hmm. Because these older folks mm -hmm. who have the means to open these restaurants, mm -hmm. they don't know how to promote it. Mm -hmm. And they need us because Jack is saying because of social media, mm -hmm. because of the internet, mm -hmm. his business was a success out the gate. Mm -hmm. So you need to be able to position yourself in front of these people who have um, businesses, whatever the business is, and they're not using social media, which is ludicrous. Mm -hmm. You position your company in such a way and get in front of these people. And then number two, mm -hmm. like as young people, we can do it too because mm -hmm. we already have the presence online. Mm -hmm. yeah. We already have that social media presence. People already are influenced by our behavior. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we can draw them in into whatever business yeah. we have, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. How did you do it like in the beginning? Like, so mm -hmm. tell us practical things yeah. that you did that, to get it out there. Like, that, what did you do on yeah. social media? What were you posting? So, uh, what Pokey Spot was Pokey the, Spot. the first restaurant okay. that I opened mm -hmm. August 2016. So, wow. it's been about two years. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, so, you passed the two year mark. Yeah, <laughs> we're about to pass the two year mark. Damn. Yeah. We now have four stores um, and then the coffee shop, Project mm -hmm. Cozy, mm -hmm. uh, somewhere within those two years mm -hmm. 
um, some some practical. Well, let me take a step back. Mm -hmm. I, I was working corporate. I was working at AllRecipes.com. Okay. Uh, for about two years, and just had a lot of insight on food and what people were searching for. Mm. So I kind of saw demand. Oh. At the same time, I, I traveled a, a quite a bit because yeah. it was like, you know, my first time getting money from. Gr yeah, I graduate. <laughs> I have a salary. <laughs> then yeah. you just go out and yeah. travel, yeah. see the world. So I, you know, I'm I'm in LA. I see these food concepts. I'm trying it. I'm like, okay, you know, try some poke. Mm -hmm. Like this would be great in New York City. It's mm -hmm. as healthy, as mm -hmm. fast, as delicious. Um, you know, yeah. that's New York, right? That's yeah. like the direction that we're going towards. Sure. Yeah. So I kind of just light bulb went off and mm -hmm. I was like, maybe we should do this. So we went uh, to, there was one or two or three existing pokey concepts in New York mm -hmm. and we tried them all. We just had a, like a not very good experience, yeah. long lines. Um, the food quality wasn't there. It wasn't uh, what we had in in California. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we decided, hey, mm. let's do it. Let's just, let's start it. Yeah. So, um, from finding a broker to, you mm. know, pitching the business plan to the, the board right. uh, of, you know, whoever it was, um, we were able to get it done. People believed us, people trusted in us. Mm -hmm. We had data to prove uh, the concept, we had a good team. Yeah. Um, How'd you convince them to give you the money? Or where did you get the startup money? money? I mean, so, I mean, uh, when I when I opened Pokespot, I had $10,000 in my bank account. Mm -hmm. Wow, which is your own savings. Yeah, yeah which yeah, is yeah. not a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and, uh, and I have college debt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Went to NYU. Oh. So, yeah, I have college debt, I had a little bit of money, and I'm like, you know, it's, it's this like, idea yeah. has presented itself to me, and mm -hmm. I'm like, it's a good idea. Mm -hmm. um, I take huge swings. Not recommended, but yeah. I mean, you know, we're young. That's so you. That's your style. That's yeah. what you want to do. Yeah. I swing. I swing, and so if hard. I miss, you know. That's it. Yeah. yeah. You know. You it eat it. Yeah, yeah. I eat it. I'll get back up. I'll learn. Um, but you know, it, it just came from believing in the idea. Mm -hmm. um, really believing in our own ability, mm -hmm. sure. and then raising the capital just by friends and family. Are and you serious? Yeah, raising capital, friends and family. It's brilliant, yeah. Uh, so wait, like you literally said, hey, can you give me five grand? Can you give me... Yeah. Like, like, we hey. probably pitched it to him. Yeah. No, of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and it wasn't just give me, I'm like, I'm going to pay you back. Yeah. Uh, some, oh, wow. some, has a, some people invested. Mm. Some people, you know, even took out credit cards, mm. maxed it out, went <sighs> all in. Just, not not recommended because yeah. you know you can get screwed. Of course, if, you know if you don't know what you're doing. But of course, uh, you know it worked out for me. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Because you think you were what more knowledgeable? Because because overall, the right. more knowledge you have, the less risk you have. It mitigates risk. It mitigates right? risk. I, I mean, I just some of my other friends opened a uh, uh, ice cream shop before me, mm -hmm. and I was like, if they can do it, I can do it. <laughs> 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 That's dope. Yeah. Wow. Uh, they're very smart people, but yeah. I was just like, you know. If that fucking guy. They're like, listen, died. guy, no, nah, this freaking guy. No, nah, yeah. there's no. And it was like, <laughs> you know, they use the same strategy, right? Yeah. Like, social media. Mm -hmm. um, and and at that point, I felt like I was stronger in social media than mm -hmm. they were. Of course. So I was like, there's no, like, if they can do it, mm -hmm. I can do it. There's I wanna, no, nothing I'll, else. I want to touch real quick on something that you said before, mm -hmm. which is really 
insanely cool to me. Mm -hmm. um, you had an idea of cool poke, or like, looks cool, okay, sounds cool. So many people, not mm -hmm. just in the restaurant industry, but many different industries have these ideas for something, mm -hmm. and they want to invest in it, and they get excited about it, and they just go for it right away, yeah. but they don't really have the proper kind of backing, not the proper data, not the proper kind of experience. Mm -hmm. What's really different about what you just said, you, you just said nonchalantly, okay, but it's a big deal, it's yeah. a big deal, where what you physically did, was went to LA, okay? Maybe not for the poke, but while yeah. you were there, you were trying different foods because you had this experience with the website that you worked in. Yeah. You talked to different people, you literally tried different things, you see different strategies over there. Yeah. You notice the trends, right. okay, the trends. You could do this in accounting and finance, you could do it, people don't yeah. think this way, but you can because you just listen. You look at the new technologies that are rising, things mm -hmm. of that nature, see what's working for other people, at least kind of a micro kind of, mm -hmm. in a micro kind of scale. Yeah. And then that's why you wanted to really dive into it over here because you saw the opportunity. That's how it was made. It yeah. wasn't just a, I think this is cool, mm -hmm. let me just put money in it. It's, I think this is cool, but let me try it, let me test it, yeah. I use my info, let me talk to my other people, these ice cream dudes who you knew, yeah. and then execute, that's real knowledge. Yeah. And so that's that's the steps to that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, from the outside, people probably just think, yeah, you know, yeah. it's open it, but there's a lot of history and mm -hmm. years of other experiences that you know, accumulated to a yeah. physical store. Yeah. yeah. Phenomenal. So my following, quite the, the, the next um, step for me would be a big um, issue that I have uh -huh. always in my life is that I'm 28 years old yeah. and I look like I'm like 17. Oh, yeah. So it is always difficult for me in terms of, and it doesn't help that I'm like five foot nothing. <laughs> Does not. Yeah. Um, people tend like out of the gate not to take me seriously oh. as a younger person and with the face of a kid, yeah. you know? Um, and, so you... And, you know, we're, my, we're minorities, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's put it out there. Minority you know, couch. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also as a minority, as you yeah, rightly yeah. mentioned. Um, so how did you, like, position yourself in your pitches yeah. to make people take you seriously? That's a great question. Um, I think... One thing is, if you really believe in an idea yeah. and yourself, you're selling it. Yeah. Right? You're, you're, if you really believe that you yourself or this idea is going to work, you will make it happen. Like the passion. Yeah, people see it, right? Because yeah. I've had people pitch me ideas and mm -hmm. I look at them, I'm like, you don't even believe this is yeah. going to work. You know, you just want to hear what mm -hmm. my, my advice is, which is great. Um, I don't recommend like asking too many people for their opinions because sure. what happens is they're just going to talk you out of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so it's you go into meetings and when you meet with people, you go in and you sell. And if you really believe in that idea, you sell. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think, you know, just dressing for the occasion, I, you, I didn't dress like this, mm -hmm. but then now I can. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Now yeah. I can. I made it. Because you yeah. set the standard. <laughs> yeah. I, people want to talk to me, you know. Right, and, right. And it, it is like, but, but before, when I'm trying to get into these buildings and I'm trying to, you know, this this corner in Union Square, it's yeah. like you got to dress the part, you mm -hmm. got to be on time, yeah. mm -hmm. you got to present yourself well. You really have to sell yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. They don't really care. The idea can be cool that has data, but you have to sell yourself. And it's it's not easy. We we've done this. We we went to other boards and we pitched it to other boards, and yeah, we all look young. And you know, there's college kids. Maybe they don't even have experience. You know, mm -hmm. why let them in? I could let Chipotle or Starbucks in, mm -hmm. right? But you just have to 
really sell. Like, there's nothing to it. You just got to show the passion that's, that's, that you have for the... That's the, crazy the, you mentioned yeah. that. I'm, um, yeah. I'm shooting a sales course, which is about selling yourself. Yeah. Quick, quick plug. Hey. To be, yeah. to be continued. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, it's about yourself. When I, when I do, I invest now in other restaurants and I, it might be foolish, but I don't really care about what they're selling yeah. because that could be improved. I care about who they like are. How the person running it. Yeah, who's yeah. running it, right? That's totally my investment. Like, yeah. you know, if you are good and you believe in the idea, That's so I will invest in you. I don't care about the product. Because it can be changed. Can be improved. Yeah. 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 So um, something that I want to really like to put forth to the people listening is number one, you were pitching at one point, mm -hmm. and now you're being pitched. Now I'm being pitched. So mm -hmm. give us some really like good practical tips that people can use when they're pitching. Yeah. So come come prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared. Like you know, have data. Mm -hmm. I, like literally count if you're trying to do a restaurant and you, you have a idea a location in mind if you're even that far mm -hmm. i need you to sit out there for hours and count how many people are walking by mm -hmm. at different times of day mm -hmm. that's when i know you're prepared serious you're serious yeah. don't yeah. come and tell me like you know you have this idea we're thinking about this location mm -hmm. i don't even have a broker yet mm -hmm. like you know yeah that's yeah, crazy yeah. i mean i don't mind like okay you got to get a broker first mm -hmm. you got to you know you maybe have a few places in mind, mm -hmm. you know, maybe have finances ready. Mm -hmm. sure. Come prepared, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, come prepared. So that's number one, be prepared. Be prepared. Mm -hmm. I want to see your, I want to see a, a logo almost already made. Mm -hmm. I want to see images of the food, mm -hmm. the concept. I want to try, bring the, bring the food. Let me try it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, see images. Is there, is this food concept existing in, in other cities, other mm -hmm. states, other countries? Yeah. How have you found out about this idea? Mm -hmm. uh, show me, show me your projections. Mm -hmm. You know how much you expect to spend, how much you expect to make, mm -hmm. your return on investment, everything. Yeah, a deck. You're pitching. Right. It's a it's an investor deck. It's not easy. It's 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 not hard. It's like making a PowerPoint, making it look pretty. Yeah. And and explaining it. Yeah. Mm. And that's you know that's really it. You don't yeah. have to. There's no magic. You know, just come prepared. Yeah. <laughs> just freaking do it. Yeah, come prepared. <laughs> just do it. Son. Just yeah. What about just people it. who are not as outgoing? Because I I mm -hmm. mentor a lot of people who their biggest block is that man. I'm not like you. I'm not outgoing like you. I'm not yeah. funny. I'm not engaging. Like, mm -hmm. how do you have any advice for those people? You gotta find people like you. <laughs> ah. You okay. Know, it, I mean, it, it's tough, right? Cause yeah. It, to get through that hump is another like video in itself. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm not a I'm not a psychologist. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, there are skill sets that I don't have that I find other people who mm. have them. Mm -hmm. And you know, there's skill. There's a lot of people who are really talented who are afraid to get out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they need to find people who aren't afraid to get out there. So mm -hmm. you would partner with people who, let's say, have different skill sets than you could complement you. Can right? complement you. If there was a scenario where you could not find for some reason, cannot find a partner, yeah. right? Would you be open to coaching uh, to get those skills? I don't know. I mean, I don't know because mm -hmm. uh, that's not my like expertise. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I think you know, just getting out there, going, mm -hmm. like going to networking events, and okay. you know, aiming to like talk to like two people okay. at that mm -hmm. networking event, yeah. even if nothing comes out of it. Just right. get yourself out there. Just yeah. get talking. Sure. Uh, uh, listen to people pitch, watch videos, mm -hmm. 
and those are just steps, right? Practical steps. And mm -hmm. the first time I pitched something, it probably wasn't great. Sure. I probably, you know, got, you know, critiqued, yeah. and, and it was pretty shitty. But eventually, mm -hmm. I, I learned just right. from practice, yeah. to, from to doing it over and over to, and over. To put that in one sentence, mm -hmm. if you do not have somebody that you're gonna be able to have that supplements your information or that skill, mm -hmm. you legit just said. Go out and get it. Find right? it. Like, <laughs> Find that person. Learn the info. Yeah. What makes you so special? What makes you get to this level and maintain it? Like, is there something like uh, a secret? Like, well, that's a good question because I was—I'm not a good student. I'm not a good employee. Really? <laughs> no, I'm not Says good. the Asian man who went to NYU. Yeah. <laughs> not, a good not a good student. Wait, is that bad? Can I say that? Yeah, no, 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 no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, did you just see the horror <laughs> on my face? Like, wait, <laughs> can I say that? I get that all the time. I'm a minority too. Yeah, I mean, I get that all the time. But what people don't know is I, I went to BMCC first. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah, I, I, uh, I didn't get accepted to any colleges. I had a few knee surgeries. I was trying to go play college basketball mm -hmm. uh, and then I went to BMCC which I think is a fantastic community college mm. um, a lot of good people I met at BMCC and great. I did really well the first year and I was able to transfer to NYU okay and very cool I, I wasn't good at NYU I was a good student at BMCC though so when you say good student yeah. you, or bad student mm -hmm. uh, you mean uh, you didn't care you didn't do whatever or just bad grades or like I mean I felt like I cared a little but it was just so much harder for me than it was for like other kids uh -huh. to to study and yeah. sit down and just read the textbook I, mean, I, I was tired I was very tired all the time mm -hmm. I just couldn't I felt like I had to put in twice as much effort mm -hmm. to get the same result as the other kids. So this is a huge subject, obviously, like yeah. now in today's day and age. Yeah. Um, so do you really think it was because of the content that you're being taught or the way that you were being taught? Combination of both. Okay. But it was just probably that time, like, you know, you're forcing someone to, to study or be in a lecture hall mm -hmm. when I'm, I'm like a very hands-on. Mm -hmm. like yeah. To, Talk to people. I'm yeah. all on the move. And yeah, this wasn't my environment. So right. Super interesting, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you so you basically not the most amazing student, but what is it that kept you like in the trenches, working so hard, and what is it that you know set you apart from all the other people in your industry? Wow. Uh, there's like you know, the motivation factor of, okay. you know, trying to prove people wrong and just, mm. you know, finding the pain point that motivates me. And for me personally, it was not being taken seriously in, in high school mm. oh, okay. by, by my teachers, just remembering that feeling yeah. and just like using it to, to motivate me. And, mm -hmm. um, as minorities, you know, we also have something to prove and yeah. absolutely for our own people. And, mm -hmm. um, whatever stereotypes there are for ourselves, yeah. we are always constantly trying to fight it or um, prove people wrong. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's like my motivation yeah. in terms of like skill set. I just keep on going. I'm, I'm always on offense, especially mm. as a, at a young age. I just mm. always looking, always thinking. Um, I surround myself with good people who are mm -hmm. actively thinking. I cut out a lot of people who are not you know helping me 
in any way and yeah that's just a part of life and yeah. that's kind of where the evolvement happens mm. when you change the people who Around. you surround yourself with and mm -hmm. the conversations are not like you know <laughs> which who are we gonna where are we gonna go on friday where are we gonna get lit and yeah where are we gonna drink and oh you know maybe this look at this idea look what this person is doing mm -hmm. read this article mm -hmm. And you just get that flow yeah. of energy and yeah. good, good people around yeah. you going and then, you know. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with, like, having a good time because we're young. Like, yeah, we're yeah, all, you know, no, like, no, doing stuff. Do. Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he, makes, he makes a great point. Yeah, <laughs> you still, yeah. still get lit. I still um, do, but it's a, it's a little bit, it's more thought out. Mm -hmm. It's more like, okay, today I'm going to drink. Yeah. And tomorrow I'm probably not going to do anything, <laughs> but I'm aware. Right, and just, right. You know, that's that's yeah. exactly it, though. Like, you're you're really uh, pushing the testament of just what is it that you want, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then the people you surround yourself with, you're making sure it's centered around what you want. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's really it. Now, what you just went over really ties really nicely to something I've had a question from my head is really every entrepreneur mm -hmm. it's just ups and downs that that's what we go through Hustle. and we got to really like understand where we're at go to the next level that that's really it right so just for you i want you to tell me uh, whatever you're willing to share yeah one of your biggest obstacles that really hit you really either mm. physically or emotionally or skillfully yeah and how did you get through it um well biggest obstacle one well, of them one of them well i think something that happened to me uh, in high school, mm. uh, like I said, I was a basketball player. I, I had two knee surgeries. Whoa. Um, which, my first love, and I'm from Brooklyn, so my first love is basketball. So, at that time, it's like, you know, the only thing they teach us in growing up in Brooklyn is yeah. you become a drug dealer, yeah. you become a basketball player, mm -hmm. or you become a rapper. Rapper, right. yeah. Right, right. One right. of those three. Mm -hmm. Hustle. Go. Yeah, I was like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make the NBA. I'm uh -huh. gonna do this, and then I had my knee surgeries where it crushed me. You know, like I said, I applied to like 15 colleges, none of them took me in. Wow. And then had to kind of re, you know, it was like a really rock bottom. That's for me. crazy. And then just had to re pick myself up and build build my character and learn these you know new skill sets and mm -hmm. um, just doing that and going through such a crazy phase. Mm -hmm. uh, just taught me how to pick myself up and mm -hmm. uh, always picking myself up even when I fail even when bad things happen it, it probably could never get as bad as tearing both my you know ACLs mm -hmm. or, yeah I'm really I'm really glad that you share yeah. that because like I mean so many people we even know yeah. like now they legit get just held back or stuck yeah. or just almost die off you know mentally yeah. Yeah. because of things like that when they hit the rock bottom mm -hmm. or they have the a huge rock. obstacle yeah. how were some of the ways, and again for practicality, like how yeah. were some of the ways that you really picked yourself up at that yeah. time? Uh, just being around fun people, but to me, it's like mm. when I see people who are on their down, by yeah. rock bottom phase, yeah. I'm very happy for them because mm -hmm. the only way they can go is up. Yeah, okay. if yeah. they get through it, mm -hmm. and they just got to get through it. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, oh, you know, you just broke up with your boyfriend or girlfriend, and you're super depressed. I tell them, congratulations, you know. <laughs> it's, it's probably going to be the best thing that happens to you. You're going through a down phase, you know, you're probably depressed and, and whatever it is. You're going to go up. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited for you. Yeah. Because, you know, one door closes, another one opens, and mm -hmm. this is just a phase of life. You go down and up mm -hmm. and down and up. And as you get older and you surround yourself with older, wiser people, you try to mimic those, I mean, yeah. minimize those 
down times, mm. stay a more consistent level of mm -hmm. rising. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. That's phenomenal. Yeah. And I mean, I just want to like get a little bit to touch a little bit more on what you, you, you speak about being a minority a lot. Right, right. And everybody on this couch that we talk to mm. or on the show, I always ask about like, what does that mean mm. to, to them? And it's mm. different for each person. Like oh, yeah. some people say, I'm very aware of it. I'm acutely aware that I'm different and I'm a minority. And some people say, you know what? I don't think about it. I just go about my day. How do you view Ooh. it? Is it a factor? Oh. Is it something that you are cognizant of? Mm. Does it inform your behavior? It's a huge factor for me. Okay. Just mm. just being an Asian American growing up in Brooklyn, New York. Right. New York. Most people don't understand. Uh, even even in California, they mm -hmm. won't understand or yeah. Asia. But for me, and I feel like for the people, like for me myself, uh, it was just constant race feeling racism yeah. as a kid and yeah. uh, stereotypes of mm -hmm. Asians not being. The middle man, being middle management, mm -hmm. being you know, whatever the stereotypes are, yeah. right? Uh, those are huge pain points for me. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's not, I don't only represent myself because people ask me like, you could retire right now, you could sell everything and you could retire, but I'm like, it's not for me. Mm -hmm. I don't do it for me. I do it to represent my people. I'm trying mm -hmm. to. Move. <laughs> that is legit. Yeah. Represent mm -hmm. my people. I'm trying to represent my culture. I'm trying yeah. to move everyone forward. Yeah. Nice. Together, right? Because that's what entrepreneurs do. We move the society we, we help the economy yeah and we represent yeah so That's dope. and i know I that there there's some of your people who really are hurting so mm -hmm. i want you to look directly at camera oh one man. and a quick message, quick message to some of your brothers and sisters who really are like they're feeling it bro mm. wow i never knew and i haven't <laughs> thought of, i haven't thought about this all this time i'm like you know just just be an example yeah um be like someone they can root for but to say something to people it's like saying something to your younger yeah. self yeah Oof. yeah damn i think you just gotta prove them wrong you know prove the haters wrong yeah that's so dope i nice. love that nice <laughs> i love that. right there yeah that's a great message right in that nice compact package yeah. so um balance I want to talk about balance yeah. because obviously you're busy running four restaurants cannot be easy like how do you how do you balance that how do you have a personal life yeah i mean uh, at some point you you kind of have to figure out like how you want your life to be like right mm -hmm. uh, so you can either work in the restaurants yourself or you can take less money make less money um, hire more people and people you trust and mm -hmm. train them and spend time on, on training the managers and you know take a step back and try to do more things and that's more of my path I like to do more things um, mm -hmm. try different concepts mm -hmm. try out new ideas I'm not a person who likes to stay at one place which is okay for a lot of people right because sure. If you open up Shake Shack and you work at Shake Shack for the rest of your life, you're fine, right? Yeah. yeah. But for me, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm very curious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I like to learn other things. 
No, that's just a lifestyle I chose. Yeah, yeah. it's a fun lifestyle. And do yeah. people give you shit for that because you're like, just stay in one thing and make it huge? Like, why are you spreading yeah. yourself? Like, how do you reconcile yeah. that? Yeah, people give me, tell me that <laughs> all the time. all the time. Yeah, people tell me that all the time. Like, hyper-focus. Like, yeah, do hyper one thing I mean, good. Focus is so important. Yeah. Right? It's so important. And as I am, you know, if it hits me too, I lose mm -hmm. focus. I get sidetracked. Yeah. <laughs> people call me, people talk to me, and I'm like, oh, you know, just get into these different things. And it, it's something I'm still working on myself. Yeah. I sure. know I know that is one of my weaknesses. Mm -hmm. uh, so... I'm, so uh, it's not necessarily the right thing what I'm doing. Mm. Yeah. It's just a thing that I enjoy. Mm -hmm. So it, you know, as long as it works for now, and uh, I'm still excited. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So get you know get going. Yeah. I, w I would say that's one of the formulas, part of the formula for success. Yeah. You like what you're doing, yeah. you enjoy it, put honest work into it. Yeah. Put data behind it mm -hmm. and make it happen. Yeah. Like I love roll. to see things happen. I love to see just a concept that comes from an idea from mm -hmm. a PowerPoint into mm -hmm. a physical store or, yeah. or even a product mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. people are thinking of and then a physical product and yeah. product on the shelves. Like, mm -hmm. Just like that makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So here's where the whole, the whole thing will culminate right here. Mm -hmm. There's so many people like yourself, millennials like mm -hmm. all of us in this room, um, we want to start something. We want to make our mark. We don't want to sit under these fluorescent lights, being the worker bee, crunching numbers, being, you know, right. Jack off the boss. Yeah. Um, we don't want to do that. We want to own our own thing. So right. take me step by step mm. of how that or how your thing went and right. if you can shed some light on how somebody else can do it. Like you have an idea. What is step number one all the way to opening your doors? Right. Well, well first things first, right? Mm -hmm. Entrepreneurship is not for everybody. And people will go into it and get out of it, which is okay. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and uh, of course, you know, being your own boss is very glamorous. Mm -hmm. but, but it's not realistic for everybody. Mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, Good disclaimer. Yeah, and I think, you know, sometimes it's okay to stay where you are and, mm -hmm. and still collect revenue from your company. Or if it's a really good company, you learn from it and mm -hmm. whatever. Uh, but if you want to execute... Mm -hmm. on something I think you just have to surround yourself with other executors mm -hmm. real executors that's, that's like, like these that. people have to have done something yes there's, 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 there's like talk there's just talking and there's executors you guys are executors mm -hmm. we're here we're shooting mm -hmm. right. we're talking yeah. uh, people who actually do things you have to be around them you have to get their energy mm -hmm. and you have to like understand their thought process mm -hmm. Like, look at their day-to-day. -day. What are they actually doing? Mm -hmm. Ideas, there's so many of them. Yeah. There's not a lot of executors. Mm. That is some legit. Surround yourself I'm, with executors. I love that. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's great, man. That's great. Yeah. So, I have an idea. Mm -hmm. I want to um, start. I have an app idea. Okay. I've, right? I've done those. Everybody <laughs> has an app idea. Yeah. Okay? What do I do first? What? Oh. What? Tell me what to do first. Oh. App idea. Yeah. This is, this is like <laughs> the thing. I, even me, I have app ideas. App to me is a little bit more challenging. Mm -hmm. The reason being is there's no deadline. Yeah. Mm. Right? And, and something I just read mm. recently is about being uh, uh, proactive and um, what's that word where you just waste a lot of time? Procrastinator. Pro procrastinator. Mm -hmm. Procrastinators 
are procrastinators because there's no deadline. Yeah. Oh. And and an app, you have no deadline, right? Yeah. It's forcing you. Where, yeah. where a restaurant is, okay, you have a certain <laughs> amount of time, and then you got to start paying rent. Yeah. Mm. So you better get your ass to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, where an app is like, you don't, you're not held accountable. You mm-hmm. just have this really good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's tough. But for an app, well, you have to prove what you're doing. There's a demand for it, right? Mm-hmm. See other um, apps that are doing something similar mm-hmm. and then see what they're lacking. If mm-hmm. you can save someone money mm-hmm. and you can save someone time mm-hmm. that doesn't really exist right now, you can do it. Mm-hmm. That's so I wouldn't go and learn coding. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. do that. Yeah. It's not you can you can build out uh, a deck mm-hmm. with pages on how you expect the app to look mm-hmm. and you could raise money that way or you can go pitch to um, engineers and where do you actually go to pitch like who do you call who do you email well uh so a part of what i do is even when i was working corporate Mm -hmm. i would network Mm. at least once or twice a week go to events and some of those i'm not the greatest networker because those relationships a lot of them are nothing Uh a lot of you know but maybe it's worth one one or two of them maybe you know quality yeah. yeah yeah you just find one and that could be your home run. Yep. Uh, I, I, I always tell people you have to prepare for the opportunity before it presents itself. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's something I, I still go by. It. Mm-hmm. I'm still learning. I'm still getting ready for something new. Mm-hmm. And then when the opportunity presents itself, you're ready to talk about it. Yeah. That's right. You so you're still I mean? open. You're still flexible. Oh, yeah. I'm still learning. I'm still, even though I have restaurants, there's obviously mm-hmm. other things I want to tap into. And mm-hmm. I'm, you know, when the conversation presents itself, app, product, mm-hmm. I know how to talk about it. Nice. That's awesome. You know. Nice. Awesome. Dude, this is absolutely amazing. And the last thing, just to like kind of wrap up mm-hmm. the entire conversation, did you have the support, like the backing of your parents? Mm-hmm. Did you have like well-wishers or were more people like, Please be careful. Mm. You went to school. You have your thing. Like, why yeah. don't you just get a job? Like, yeah. did you have those? No. So my parents are immigrants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they envision a very safe yeah. life yeah. for their kid. They, mm-hmm. like, you know, you graduate from a good school. You have a good job. You're sitting in an office. You have air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, you have <laughs> benefits. Yeah. You're making good money. Mm-hmm. What? You know, what are you doing? You're leaving? Mm-hmm. And they were like shocked. And I'm like, you know, always thinking about it, just listening to them like, shit, maybe I should not quit. Maybe I yeah. should do something, you know, maybe I shouldn't quit. Maybe I should get a job. Mm-hmm. Block that. Don't listen to them. Yeah. You know, block block yeah. it out of your ear. Mm-hmm. You know, just don't, if, if you feel like you're around people who devalue you, who, mm-hmm. who view you as less of yourself, mm-hmm. stay away from me. Yeah. Right. If you're talking to me like, I can't do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Right? That's how you envision me. That's how you see me. Yeah. No. Stay away from me. Uh-huh. Yeah. You don't belong next to me. Right. I want people when they're next to me mm-hmm. to view me as a god or as a as a serial entrepreneur. Yeah. As something magnificent who's going to do something amazing. Mm-hmm. Right. That's how I view you guys. Yeah. Right. I'm 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 hoping that's how you kind of view me. Absolutely. I want to be close. Yeah. I want I want to be around. Yeah. Yeah. But if if there's people who talk down and you don't expect anything from you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stay away from me. Even if those people are your parents. Mm. Stay away from me. Mm. Stay away from me. I love you. Stay away from me. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Visit don't me. talk to me. I tell them Visit straight up. Yeah. I'm like, the things you're telling me mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, you're, you're 
vision for me. Right. Mm-hmm. It's your protective way mm-hmm. of keeping me safe. Because mm-hmm. your parents, that's the yeah. only way you're gonna yeah. think. That's right. Yeah. But yeah. for me, it's like, I don't want to be safe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to be safe. It's yeah. more dangerous sometimes it's, to be safe. Yeah, it's more dangerous it. sometimes. Yeah. So it's yeah. to me, it's like. I asked you that question because as a kid of an immigrant, when I came and I had all the degree and all the extra stuff and my mom was like, oh, you know, like, why do you want to do your own business? Why don't you just, you know, you have a great job, you have a, you know, money's coming in, like just, you know, it's okay, you don't need all that because they don't want you to fail. Mm-hmm. They don't. They you don't. know, they want to protect you, and they think that's protecting you. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you're saying, and I'm saying, it's like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are not the most educated people mm-hmm. in our society. Mm-hmm. Let's get it. Like, They're, they're not. not even from here. <laughs> or <laughs> or you know? something really important for several immigrants uh, or children of immigrants, mm-hmm. their parents, like our parents, uh, several of them are super educated right mm-hmm. either from there or they came here learned whatnot they're doctors and lawyers and things of that nature and so or what happens yeah we're yeah. entrepreneurs but a lot of the time when I talk uh, of course the guys like you um, and several of my other friends that their parents push them like that mm-hmm. because it's a path that they know of already yeah right yeah exactly like you were saying mm-hmm. is that parents are gonna push their kids on the same path that they went on to or a path that they know of mm-hmm. because it's just like you said safer mm-hmm. in their head but right. that's not necessarily true. Yeah. yeah, you have to identify what you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you make the decision for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, entrepreneurship is not easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially in New York City, cost of living is so high. Yeah. Yeah. you gotta pay rent. Competition. Competition is fierce. Mm-hmm. It's not for everybody. Yeah, and sometimes I, I advise people like take a step back. Mm-hmm. Don't rush into it. Mm-hmm. Just keep on improving yourself and keep on preparing for the opportunity before it presents itself. And The opportunity will present itself. It when always t- does. Yeah, when you're seeking it, it yeah. when you're on the offense, when you're networking, it presents itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you feel like it's the right opportunity, go all in. It's so kind of like also what you said before, what's going to make the difference though is that yeah. really if you're prepared when that opportunity comes. Yeah. Because legit, and people don't know, people complain or people like, oh, whatever, and they just mm-hmm. cry all the time, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But essentially, there's always something that's gonna come your way, always yeah. something, yeah. where you can really exploit it. Not in a bad way, mm-hmm. but exploit it and make it something positive for you, positive right. for your friend, or positive for your family. Yeah. But you gotta be able to know and be able to yeah. have the knowledge to execute on that. Yeah. And you only know that through just repetitive yeah. knowledge. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, some good opportunities come by people and they're like, I can't, I'm not qualified or mm-hmm. whatever it is, you know. I'm like, so get qualified. Yeah. yeah. You know, just yeah. fucking do it. Like, yeah. 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 Nice, yeah. man. Jack, listen, yeah. bro. This has been phenomenal. Yeah. Some great, you. great content there. I hope you guys were taking notes because my, my head is just like filled with the Liang, like, nuggets <laughs> golden nuggets and stuff so jack where can the people find you where can yeah. they if they want to get in touch with you yeah. or if they want to come to your restaurant yeah. like where can they find you yeah, yeah. i'm usually at my cafe for the most part mm-hmm. at project cozy mm-hmm. um if they want my instagram is mr jack ma so m-r-j-c-k-m-a jack ma is my idol so i love that guy too <laughs> he's dope um yeah. and so where are the restaurants so first with project cozy where is that it is in little italy soho noho area awesome um, and the poke spot poke spot is poke spot. one in, in new york one is in union square mm-hmm. the other one's in soho mm-hmm. and then we have one in atlanta and philly so if you're in those <sighs> areas check it out understand that they're being run 
by an awesome gentleman. No, uh -huh. awesome people. I, okay. I, I, I mean, what about me? My team. Exactly. Is, awesome my people. My team is doing all the work. Mm -hmm. I'm just, you know, you're, I found you're it. there. It's it. the. It uh -huh. all comes from the top, man. Yeah. Yeah. My team does all the work. Nice. Yeah. Representing for the millennials. Mm -hmm. Listen, that's another episode of Put in Work. I hope you enjoyed it. Please follow all our socials. Also, please comment. Let us know if you really enjoyed this um, interview. Let us know if you really got some very good nuggets. What we can do better. What we can do to improve the following or the next um, episodes. Please, 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 please put some stuff in the comments so we can improve the show. And with that, thank you so much for watching.